0: Entire Bible. And for us to really appreciate Christmas, we have to keep the whole picture in place. And I want to give you and your family uh, two resources. Uh, this is our favorite family devotional. It's not uh, everybody's favorite, but it's Claire and my favorite. It's called Unwrapping the Greatest Gift by Anne Voskamp. It makes Claire cry every time we read it. I started to read it this morning and she said, You cannot read it yet. It is not December the 1st. And I said, Well, I thought you loved it. I thought we'd get like 10 extra days. No. December 1st, we will open this book. It's incredible. Um, If you come to the wreath-making workshop on Saturday, uh, we'll have a whole Advent resource table there, and that will be on it. And then this is a resource you've heard me uh, mention before uh, for young kids, pre-literate kids. Uh, Our favorite is the Jesus Storybook Bible. Our family reads from this every day. And just as we get ready to start um, the story of the Bible, I want to read you uh, just a section. Now, some people think the Bible is a book of rules telling you what you should and shouldn't do. The Bible certainly does have some rules in it, but they show you how life works best. But the Bible isn't mainly about you and about what you should be doing. The Bible is mainly about God and what God has done. Other people think the Bible is a book of heroes showing you people you should copy. The Bible does have some heroes in it, but as you'll soon find out, most of the people in the Bible aren't heroes at all. They make some big mistakes, sometimes on purpose. They get afraid and run away. At times, they're downright mean. No, the Bible isn't a book of rules or a book of heroes. The Bible is most of all a story. It's an adventure story about a young hero who comes from a far country To win back his lost treasure. It's a love story about a brave prince who leaves his palace, his throne, everything to rescue the one he loves. It's like the most wonderful. Loving. God is so delighted in this joy that God decides to create. You see, the Christian God doesn't create from boredom. sun to light up uh, his spirit into the nostrils of the man and that man He got created. Is a church called More and Better Disciples. People who know they are loved by God, who submit to that love and See commands get a bad day. God's not saving me from any trees. He said, Any tree save one. For he said, You shall not. uh, they not only make a decision, but that decision actually severs their everything, and you instead are not going to be able to do it. Eve, you're going to want your husband to fill you Yeah, okay. Created for one purpose, which is to receive love from God, to respond in love and trust, and then to pass that love to the people around you. At this point, there are only four people on the planet. You only have to love three people. How hard can that be? <laughs> Evidently, really hard. <laughs> because Cain's heart is wicked and turns against him and kills his brother. But God is merciful, God marks him and then preserves his life. God up and Christ says, I wish I never made them. This is this is awful, that they would ever have to suffer this kind of horror, that they would ever commit these kinds of atrocities. Maybe you have seen your children do awful things, and you wish it didn't exist for them to be able to do those things. Maybe your children would suffer. go We now call that rainbow in English. But the Hebrews didn't have a separate word for that. The word bow is the word for a war bow. You know, you know what a bow and arrow is? And when God hangs his bow in the heavens, he is giving something that will show you the future. For when a bow is bent, who is it aiming at? No longer is God's bow pointed at the earth. God's bow is pointed back to heaven. Noah's given. Trust God for all they need and teach others to do the same. But Noah is not... God sees it. He sees that they are trying to supplant God again. And it's not that God is know God and teach others to do the same. God takes a man and he trains him to trust him over and over and over again. God teaches him to trust him by taking him to a new place and then God teaches him to trust him. Joshua through the What? bread with them and fish with them and he takes bread and he breaks it and he gives it to them and says their eyes were opened and they saw him as he was and in that moment they start to realize that he is the true Adam who did not believe the lie about the fruit who did not eat from the tree but wore the tree to the cross they see that he is the true king the true elder brother and Satan, delivering them shepherd like David. He is the king to end all kings. He is the king that will reign over every nation. All kings of heaven and earth will flock towards him. That all people on earth will be blessed through this one man, Jesus. He is the true son of Abraham, the true son of David, the true son of says, now go and make disciples of me, teaching them, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Go and teach people about the love of God. Teach them to receive it, then teach them to trust it, then teach them to refract it into every corner of creation. To teach people to be loved by God, to love God and goodness, God's glory. It wasn't that God tried one thing and it didn't work. And so he sent Same message given to Noah, and same message given to Abraham and to Moses and to David. Same message of the prophets, same task, same hope, same goal. But this time, this time, God gives them another gift. Not only does he give them a message and a goal and a task, he gives them the meaning. Isso told the story on or You are so good to include us in your family business of making God famous, making more and better disciples, of teaching people the love of God and teaching them to trust that love and wager their life on it and to train others to do the same. Would we be such people who know your love, appreciate your love, trust your love, and who magnify it to the nations? God, we pray that you would use us this Christmas to make Jesus famous in our families, at our family gatherings, and our tables, God, in our neighborhoods, at our ornament exchanges and cookie exchanges, at our office parties and, and, and uh, all the other holiday gatherings we have to go to, That at every silly white elephant exchange and every uh, candle giveaway and at every Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Giving Tuesday and everything in the midst of it. We would stand as people who reflect and refract the love of God to a world still in darkness. Maybe caught up in this story, you realize that you were made from love and for love, but you've never accepted that love. You can accept God's love now by becoming a Christian. It's not magic. You just talk to God, and maybe you want to know how to do that. I'd start with the ABCs: A, admit you're a sinner and that you've been running your own life wearing the crown; B, believe that God died, that Jesus died on the cross to save you; and C, commit to following for the rest of your life and teaching others to do the same. You might do that right now with a simple prayer like this one: "God, I see myself in your story." I am those people, I am the man who decided I will be my own God and run my own life. And it's killing me, it's brought death into every relationship I have. But I believe you died on a cross to save me, that when I was broken, you became broken to make me whole. And so I trust you, I love you, and I submit to you for the rest of my life. Help me to teach others about your love. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, we are called up into this grand eternal purpose. So I invite you to join that.